and a half hours outside of LA on a bad mm. day. And it's just rural. It's kind of like Texas, but it's just like rural. They have like malls with like really new stuff and it's cheap. And it's kind of like, we call it river slime. River slime. <laughs> well, hello everybody. Welcome back to the Chiluminati podcast, episode 212. As always, I am one of your hosts, Mike Martin. Today joined by Alex Fasciane alone. But Hi. we have a special returning guest. One that I actually haven't been a part of an episode with. You, uh, This guest filled my seat when I was Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, fan yeah. Favorite, fan favorite guest. Never seen Mathis. Get, get Mathis never approved guest. Now, it's true. Never approved. You just kind of just jumped on yep. and they said, Davis is taking your spot. Sweet. I said, my job might be in jeopardy. I was a little worried, <laughs> but I'm still here. Uh, yeah, welcome back to the show, Davis. I know the last time you were here, you guys talked about like, Coconut Bohemian Beach Grove. or whatever Bohemian it was. Grove. Yeah, that no, one. Coconut, which Coconut was Coconut Beach. Yeah, yeah. So fascinating. Coconut and, uh, Yeah, that was that was a wild episode. Who who brought that episode? For, whose episode was that? Is it Alex? I I brought it. I brought it for Davis because I thought yeah. he would like it. I yeah. I, well, you you know Davis well. I'm assuming he did. Welcome I did. Back, Davis. Well, and it was great because I like when he approached me. And maybe I said this in that episode. Like, I was like, I mean, I'll be on it. I just don't, I'm not like a big believer in stuff. So I might not like actually be a fun person. But then you're like, I got something. And it's like, oh shit, I know those exist. I know like people that have gone to them. You like immediately became like a full on conspiracy theorist about this, like one, because it's true. Davis, you start getting alt right videos on YouTube again. <laughs> Dude, I am. Um, the Star Wars pipeline. Dude, <laughs> I was like, I was oh like, as a non, as a non uh, fan of the Last Jedi, it was wild how quickly that those videos spiraled into like, I don't like where I'm at. <laughs> You're like, hey, and then, hey, what? And then I discovered, uh, like, I got back on Instagram and then like discovered that people do Lord of the Rings memes as though it was a modern movie and like it was like so joyous. And then a couple started coming in that were like, oh, that's not that's off, that's off color. I don't. I don't know about, if Tolkien would. Uh... Yeah, I'm pretty that. sure Legolas wasn't anti-trans, bro. Dude, literally, I got like an anti-trans one. I was like, uh, I think they're only okay. The the, the like joy of this is gone. So <laughs> how quickly that happens? Yeah, the joy of something sapped away. Well, now you yeah. know. You're educated that the podcast is more than ghosts. And oh yeah, no. And I was, I was telling you, and I mean Alex and Jesse you know because I bug them. I'm now listening through it from the beginning. So I'm like on episode. Welcome. I'm on episode 22. So I'm way. I got Somewhere in to go, the 60s or 70s, audio balancing is handed off to Alex, and it's a lot better. <laughs> it's not a – I mean, Don't I worry. guess I'm not like an overly audiophile person, so that's good. it's fine. Like the – it's just so interesting that I can – if the bass is a little bit – low and the treble see i don't even know the terms. yeah no it's there's a, there's a couple episodes where i think alex is quiet and jesse's really loud so when he cackles it like blows your ears out <laughs> that's like one or two episodes it shouldn't be shouldn't last all that long i'm hyped for it i'm hyped yeah. for davis to hear those episodes i'm also hyped for patreon yeah you know and that's the great thing about this podcast is that we exist because people come support us at patreon.com slash illuminati pod and it's, it's it, if, as if it wasn't enough to make such a good show with the money that you give us. You know what I mean? If, it wasn't, if that wasn't satisfying in its own right and giving us money is your way of just supporting this fine show that we're already doing. If, even if, if that wasn't enough, 
we get all you get all these great little bonuses episodes without advertisements of any kind except for this one right here that you're listening to now oh, everybody uh, on patreon has made it clear that they love this so. they love this yeah not they, a single person dislikes it <laughs> you really like me <laughs> you really will head over to patreon.com slash chaluminati pod to get episodes of our fresh off the assembly line show rotten popcorn that's the common. greatest movie commentary show ever made. It's a new idea that we've Davis, had. I need to ask you a question. Yeah. Do you know who Neil Breen is? <laughs> oh, no. That sounds really funny. Okay, so the answer is no. <laughs> Not off the top of his head. I just what, uh, wait, do, is Dr. No, Dr. Breen is from Half-Life. Is <laughs> <laughs> Neil Breen is is an uh, is, uh, is, uh, independent filmmaker. Let's put it that way. A man who uh, no movie studio could a hold nuanced. the amount of talent he yeah. possesses. A nuanced independent filmmaker is what I would call Neil Breen. If you <laughs> the latest video I put up on my YouTube channel has a little bit of a Neil Breen cutaway. He just looks <laughs> like a character and Google's oh, first yes. picture of him is like smiling but his eyes are closed, which also sells the I'm assuming the eccentric nature of this man. Well, if you yeah. want to know more about Neil Breen, uh, join our Patreon and uh, one of the rotten popcorns out there listeners is going to be Neil Breen real soon. Very very art. soon. If you haven't seen Mel's art, just go to Patreon for a minute. Check it out. Like, Dude, Mel does great art. It's so awesome. good. And all the art, actually, that we have available is fantastic. A new t-shirt's out. Yeah. There's the a Fresno Nightcrawler Go buy that new t-shirt. It's only available for about 30 or so days. It's the Fresno I wish Jesse was here. I, was, I wish Jesse was here today to tell you just how cute this shirt is because Jesse particularly loves the Fresno Nightcrawler. But this guy looks like his name is like... Uh, Baudrillard or something like he looks <laughs> no. he, he looks like he looks like he goes to a a smoking lounge somewhere like he looks he looks like a jolly chap I like this guy this is a good cool. shirt you got to go check it out uh and uh, yeah I don't know it, this it. whole thing is patreon funded so please go support us we're about to break our highest do you guys soon. still have that cool hat that you talk about in every episode five years ago that I'm listening to uh, no, the hat is long off the market. Uh, I wear okay. the hat all the time because yeah. I love that hat. But I hope, I, I hope yeah. you guys got it while the getting was good. Yeah, it yeah. was, you know, five years uh, old at this point. <laughs> but you know what? If you go to Patreon, you always get first crack. Yeah. You get you get a heads up when that? shit's coming. Yeah. And if you're at the, the top tier, you get the T-shirt for free every single time. So yeah. Bam. If you like that shit, go support us. And we're almost going to – we're almost over our highest yet. We, 12, 12 12,500 is where – our highest is, and uh, Guys, we inch not, toward basically. Close. Yeah. I want to bring on the big next thing. You know, when we can afford it, is like an every month or every other month, like animation of like one of our bits, similar oh, to how like Cox, uh, Cox, Jesse does Cox and Crendor idea, like that kind of thing, where we we nab one of our fun, like Mothman III bit, like like yeah, that's exactly. a perfect animated segment. That's our yeah. next. That's what we want to be able to fund next. From the point guys. is, the point is, we want this to be the only thing that we do if we can. Yeah, we're trying nice. to get it as big and and broad of a project as we can to to make things that are like cool for you guys. So keep on contributing to that Patreon if you want more stuff. I mean, we put out a lot of content now, uh, you know, in terms of like just what comes from our show and the staff that we have. Uh, and, you know, every episode takes kind of a lot of work. Uh, this one, a little lighter work than most. But, uh, you know, there's a lot of effort that goes into this show and uh we want to do even more, but we need more people to do it because we already have all the people doing stuff all the time that, we, <laughs> yeah, that, yeah. that already work for us. So 
So this is the way. So please support this and way. this you will send us to space and we will make Dude. you know like more video stuff. I will go video an alien IRL if if we make Dude, enough money. Send yeah. me to space. We've already been talking Dude, about Dude, I'll fucking alien and tape it. That's what we've I'll been do. trying to we've been talking about what kind of car would be hilarious the most for like a road movie type show. We've had that conversation. We want to do those things. Yeah. They're pretty high budget projects, but we want to do We have dreams. We have dreams. Yeah. We've seen a van, a broken ass van or RV. That'd be super fun. Anyway, yeah, uh, yeah this is going to be a bit of a lighter episode. We haven't done a listener stories episode since fucking November. It's been since 2022. It's like, it's like impossible. It's which like, makes no sense to my brain. Yeah. It genuinely does not. Um, but I wanted to preface the episode before getting to that, talking a little bit about, because people have been begging me to talk about it. We got to do a little alien update because the government news that came out yesterday. We don't have to harp on it. We were just talking about it for like 45 minutes before the fucking turn the cameras on. Right. Um, but... For those who are following the Grush, as as Alex has actually like coined it, the Grush era of the UFO world as we've now moved it's into. It's a different vibe. Yeah. Uh, you know, one of the biggest problems is, you know, the people in government that are like touting it are, you know, politicians. All politicians are hard to believe, but some of them are a little bit more hard to believe than others. Um, now That's we're looking at. a very polite way of putting it, by the way. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I try to be as uh, accommodating as I can. Um but now we have a, a new bill being put forward, this one by Schumer out in, in the Senate that's modeled after the bill or the amendment or whatever it was uh, that was about the JFK disclosure stuff that was put forward a long time ago. But this is all about UAP, UFO, and like crash retrieval programs or whatever. But the big thing is in this bill, we for the very first time see the government use and define what the word uh, what the term NHI means, which is which stands for non-human intelligence. A phrase this is, is heard now very commonly amongst non-government sources. Yeah, yeah. Uh, something that's been, you know, if you listen to any of the public hearings um, with uh, the AARO and Congress, a lot of the time, or, or the Pentagon being asked by the press, a lot of the time you hear them ask about extraterrestrials or aliens. Like, those are the terms they use. And every time, if you listen to their answers, it's always very specific about what they they say about no extraterrestrial uh, no evidence of extraterrestrials or aliens but non-human intelligence is a much more broadly defined term and what that means is according to the bill which is section 12 of the bill a non-human intelligence this is the term this means any sentient intelligence non-human life form regardless of nature or ultimate origin that may be presumed responsible for uh, unidentified anomalous phenomena or of which the federal government has become aware. It's like um, the UFO of entities. Right. Yeah, yeah really. Way. It's like yeah. it's the same exact thing as calling something a UFO, but it's about like a thing. Like yeah. a like a like a They say they yeah. literally say regardless of origin or ultimate origin or whatever, meaning it doesn't fucking matter, not alien or extraterrestrial, just something that's non human and sentient. Because there's a there's also the theories that they're in our ocean. They they may be aren't extraterrestrial, but they've fucking been on the earth way longer than we have and they've just been under our water and we can't get to them because we well you saw what happened when we you know cut the budget and send somebody down to the titanic yeah it doesn't really go all that well uh we it just takes a lot of money to build that, a sub to, yeah we do not have that biome conquered there is no we close. do not we are not adroit in the water we are <laughs> yeah at the depth that the titan was at if they had been alive there was only like one or two vehicles in the world that could get down there and make an attempt to get them like it is beyond our capabilities to go very deep i think james cameron spent 10 years 
funding and like creating the sub that eventually allowed him to go down to the Titanic. He was talking some, tr he was talking some trash on that. That was crazy. I, I didn't. Even, I can't. I well, yeah. won't. Yeah. The idea. Remember. Remember we were talking about the sharks like a year ago or so. They like said like. Oh, we found out finally, like, that all the sharks in the ocean, like, the big sharks, when they breed, we didn't know what the fuck was going on with those sharks. And we found out they all, like, meet in, like, a fucking deep water, like, Elden Ring, like, Cthulhu cave underneath the ocean, where they all just have, like, a fuck party, and then they, like, come back. That's they, they figured it out? Yeah. Dude, I, uh, it's one of those, like, facts that I never, like, looked into because I kind of liked the mystery, but when somebody was like... Like, I think it was Great Whites or just sharks are like, they just go somewhere and we don't know where they are. Is like, makes sharks even fucking scarier than they already are where you're like, what do you mean they just go somewhere we don't know? What do you mean? What does that mean? Right. This is crazy. Go just Turns out deep enough. Cave. You just go deep enough and we can't get to you. So they have like a yeah. shark Zion from like Matrix. It's just like. <laughs> That's like fucking... exactly what's going on down there. <laughs> That's shark like Lawrence Fishburne is like, yeah. And they're like. <laughs> who, uh, who, who. How do we find out? What happened? Who? Which of the sharks fucking... No, I mean, to, I don't who, have... Who ratted science. them out? That study... <laughs> what shark talked? <laughs> who uh, talked? No, uh, I don't have the article in front of me, but it was like something like that. So think about how shark... Uh, shark. Think about how smart a shark is. Uh, and then, you know, we eat sharks literally for breakfast sometimes. Like sharks are... We have... We are much more advanced than them. So imagine if there was a, a species that was as advanced as us or more advanced than us that lives down there. Think about how adroit they would be. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, it's it's really wild to think about, honestly. And it would it would make sense. Like even if they're not necessarily from the planet, but if they just need to hide from us, the water is yeah. where you would go. The monkeys don't go in the water. We yeah. can't get down there. It's so too going hard. back to what you were talking about uh with regard to this new uh disclosure thing. Uh it's exciting because it's coming from Chuck Schumer, right? Yep. That's what's exciting about it, especially because this is like mainstream. It was reported on NBC the, picked up. Yeah, uh, New, New York, York Times, Times picked it up. up. Uh, but because he's not here, I'm just going to swing in and do this for him. And I'm sorry, man. Yeah, yeah, I appreciate it. Thank yeah. you. I, I wouldn't be a Illuminati episode if somebody came and shat on my dreams. Yeah. So what Jesse said in, in the chat when we were talking about this was basically that like Schumer is basically doing this to like call their bluff. And make some people who are kind of crazy, like the other people that have been talking about this a lot, are like Marco Rubio, who is like a and human Timber tower Shet. of shit, a piece of rotten salami just sitting there. Just a shitty, shitty, not listen to this guy, guy who should probably not have his job. I mean, you know fucker I mean? Carlson constantly talked about UFOs too, and it made me like want to yeah, go crazy. It's, and it's like just, it's just a, it's just one of those things that like, I feel like cynically that a lot of these sort of like more pundit based news networks that are sort of right leaning. I think a lot of the time to appeal to a broad base of people that want to like get into like lore, they yeah. align a lot of the time shamelessly with conspiracy theories. Sure. Right? It's an easy in, right? Yeah. And it, it's, it's just like what Davis was just talking about, about like not liking how Luke Skywalker's character develops in the last Jedi can lead you to like, I don't like Asian women or like what, like whatever, <laughs> like fucking weird ass place that you end up. That's like awful. Right. And so, you know, I don't know, like Chuck Schumer kind of, if you look at it from he's Jesse's not, perspective, let's not pretend Chuck Schumer's like the best politician he's ever just, exists and is he's flawless just legit. man. Not he's at just, all. He's just, his credentials are legit, right? Correct. His, his track record is like, he is a real politician who seems to be knowledgeable about his job and like kind of, 
could have a job like this, right? Which is enough for me, right? And I'm just saying cynically from Jesse's perspective that mm-hmm. him doing this is, could just be kind of being like, all right, let's hear it. Sure. And, what and is it? that's always possible. And it would be, to me, it's a weird move um, because up until now, it hasn't really been being covered by any like mainstream things. I know you're saying like it's more to like gather the people on the weirder sides of well, like news. Like it's the more becoming very stuff. convincing for us is why it's worrisome. Literally, thank you. Yeah, that's a great way to put it. Is like it's becoming more believable to us, but that makes us put the brakes on because we know how easy a road uh, it leads. We, I mean, go if back Schumer's, a couple months and go listen it. to the Majestic Twelve episode. Yeah. that's all about the the. The dangerous road, like believing in these things can quickly lead you if you're not doing your due diligence. If Schumer is looking at this and he doesn't have inside knowledge on this and he doesn't believe it, it's like watching smarter, smarter people getting like it's a win win. Whether Jesse's right or, uh, you know, I'm I'm right. And, and, and this is like the real deal. It doesn't matter because this is still exactly what we need regardless. Right. If this is an op and this is us getting radicalized to QAnon, like through some weird backdoor way, some some sort of like crazy conspiracy. I swear to God, if in a few episodes I'm going to be touting JFK Jr.'s return and a guest on the on the podcast, we gotta we gotta hang it up. I'm um, yeah. I like if that if that's what this is, I'll feel real bad at this point. But it's yeah, it's scary because we're starting to be convinced that something's going on. Yeah, like um, rationally minded people are starting to like. Let's Pay not pretend that anybody this. thinks I'm rational, all right? We all I, know I'm not. I, you I and think Jesse. you are. I mean, like, you do your research, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, no, I know, I know. Like, that's the scary thing about this. I think more than anything is that I'm starting to feel like something's actually happening. Yeah. It, that's it thinks, why it's got to come it's out. It's not ever fading away. Like, people think it's going to fade away. Instead, it just, more things keep happening instead. You're just talking about the guys that set out to disprove quantum mecha- or quantum physics. And then they won the Nobel Prize because they ended up proving quantum physics. Yeah. That's what I want for this now. I don't yeah. care. I've been saying this now in every episode that we yell at each other about this. It's like, I need the alien titty. I need, like, yeah. I need somebody to be like, this is real or here is a picture of it. Like, I need, like, that to come out at a White House briefing. I want it to be an official channel confirming something. People already, dude, in the, in the, the, the deeper circles that I tread through every once in a while... Yeah. People are already like saying that the government acknowledging it is the start to Project Bluebeam. And yeah. I don't know if you don't know what Project Bluebeam is. It's a conspiracy theory. The idea is that the government's fake an alien UFO invasion to create a new world order, literally, one government thing. You literally can literally track, from the you can track that conspiracy theory like. back to its origins and know exactly how much of a fake it is and how much of a bullshit thing it is. But Alan Moore wrote it in nineteen care. in the nineteen eighties for DC but, Comics. Yeah, literally. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, um, I mean that's the that's the whole that's the whole problem with this right now is like please try to disprove quantum physics of alien conspiracy theories please because at this point it's dangerous. I've been told via Twitter every time I share something like the people that I keep sharing are not always like trustworthy and now I share this and it's like all those people are just very quiet and I'm like okay good fucking watch let's I'm curious who's gonna vote in which direction when this comes up I'm yeah. very curious who's gonna vote for it and who's gonna vote against it yeah. And it's it's just it's such an unknown. Like I know it's crazy, and it's, it's metaphysical. Like it's like a metaphysical threat. It's crazy. And if and if you want to, we can go to the science side of thing. The other thing I wanted to cover is Avi Loeb update. 
Um, so Avi Loeb is a Harvard uh, PhD like uh, physicist that went out into uh, the crash site uh, of what was believed to be the first interstellar meteor that came into our solar system. It crashed in the Indian Ocean in 2014. And over uh, the past few years, since 2019, he's been gathering people to fund and get an expedition out there so that he can kind of scoop the floor and trying to find bits of this thing. So he either can prove that it is an interstellar meteor because there was even scientists who didn't believe that or what he potentially believes that it might be a, a probe, something that was fired off millions of years ago from a civilization far away that just eventually kind of crash landed like into our planet. Voyager landed. Yeah, like a, yeah, essentially. So he went out there expecting to scoop hope. He was hoping for somewhere between five to eight uh, spherules, which were like 0.3 milligram sized uh, things that you could barely see with the naked eye, but on the electric under an electronic microscope, you can really see these things. Davis, you want to say how, something? How big is this thing? The, the meteor. The meteor, yeah. Uh, you can. It's. I don't. I don't remember how how big they believed it to be, but the the Department of Defense um was able to tr was the one to track down where it crashed, and I don't know how big it was supposed to be, but I don't think it was like. It obviously, it was, wasn't it was, like. It, it are was we talking like car size? Bigger, smaller. No, I would uh, imagine smaller than car size because it like didn't. It would have caused like a tidal wave. Yeah, or that would have been awful. Yeah, like yeah. I think it, it. I think it's not that big, but big enough to track on instruments. If I, was, I don't. Yeah. I don't like follow this that much. Do we track meteors and like? Oh, yeah. Collect them when they land and like yeah. study sometimes, them or sometimes if they're. But we track them all the time in our solar system, and most of the time we probably ignore them because we now know what they're made out of. I've heard but of discoveries what, being made from like. Yeah. excavating meteorites the reason we there was the suspicion this was outside the solar system is the angle and the speed at which it hit the planet it didn't make any it didn't fit anything within our known solar system to be able to hit that trajectory at that speed from the distance it he's came the from. he's also the omuamua guy right yeah he's the omuamua guy who wrote a paper and successfully disproved the the um the initial theory as to why it left the planet which yeah. was uh wrong uh and it was accepted by you know scientific journals or whatever um is it so it hit the ocean is it like on the ocean floor is it yeah, part so of this like you he, have to go, how are you going to find that so well, he, they well, knew where it crashed satellite serials. imagery and stuff they can see where it crashed through the department of defense working with him they were able to narrow it down to like a very particular area so and he scoops. set up a grid and they went out there with a boat a crew and all these things and started going through the grid one at a time with a dragnet uh and a dragnet with a camera on it and it, other equipment and looking for it and when he finally on i think it was like within a the first week he came across his first spherule, which narrowed it down the area. And he was actually able to, over the course of three weeks, find it. And instead of getting five to eight, they got over 50 of these things. He's, um, are are spherules just like parts, it like split? Yeah, so the way when the meteor hits the water at the heat in the, uh, in the, the angle it hit, basically as it explodes, these things are running through the water and rotating rapidly. And the rapid cooling of the water with how hot it is turns them into like, perfect Glass. spheres think about like, like think about like liquid metal splashing yeah yeah so he went down there with the dragnet was able to pull stuff up and um was able to they pulled up a little wire at one point but they were they were able to determine that it was probably man-made just because of what it was uh what it was made out of a lot of volcanic ash was down there how um, deep how deep is this ocean well i'd have to look how deep they went um yeah, we don't it was know. the indian ocean know. i'd have to look i don't okay. know exactly that's cool it's i like interesting, the interesting i don't know if it matters but does it does it like fuck up 
the life and stuff doing these dragnets? I don't know. Uh, I don't think so. They're just kind of pulling it across the sand on the ground. It's okay. like a, it's not like this huge thing that's scooping everything. They're not like it's, fucking up a coral reef. Or no, something. it's laying. No, no, no. Okay. It's laying directly down on the sand, being pulled and has like magnetic stuff, so it can pull things out of the sand. It's not so like if they, so if they have anything. some. What do they need money for? Like, can't they? Do they not? So have the they tech need the money to, to go out like... there. So now they're back. They they came back a couple weeks ago, uh, and a few days ago the update was they kept some uh, at, for themselves to study, and then they sent them off to three separate uh, universities to be studied by other scientists. Uh, two in America and one in Germany. I, it's like Harvard, Yale, and then something else. I forget what the Germany one is. And they're going to start looking at it and kind of figuring out what these things are made of. It's the oh, they haven't done that yet? So Loeb has. Loeb has. And, but he's, you know, other people need to verify. It can't just be one guy. He wants, like, multiple labs. But the, what's fascinating is what Alex just said. After looking at it, it's, like, 80-something percent iron. It's got titanium in there. And it's got other bits that he say are typically used in semiconductor production. But, you know, take that with a grain of salt. The big thing is, is there's no nickel found in it. And on Earth... That's unheard of. You cannot find iron without nickel also mixed in due to the way heat and explosions and how it's formed happens. Um, and the only uh, when when we create iron stuff here in on, on Earth, we have to purify the nickel out of it in order to use it because nickel weakens iron. And so and that holds true to as much as we've been able to study outside of the Earth and the planet, like just where there's iron, there is nickel. Except on these spherules, all of the ones he studied so far, 0% nickel in any of them. Implies manufacture. Yeah, that's his, his implication is that it was manufactured somewhere. It was the nickel would have been purged out of it. He was also able to date the thing to 4.5 billion years old uh, that, that, that the asteroid was or the meteor was. So if it was a probe, it's a probe from billions of years ago across the universe that just hit our planet one day, if that's true, if that's the case. Um, regardless, and, it, and even it if is, it's not that, it's, it's just an interstellar a four still. billion dollar yes. like pool cue ball that's been flying across. Like that's fuck, that's so it's cool. fucking cool as shit. And because he's able to find it, he's trying to get back out there in 2024 because he wants to go to the end and see if he can find literally whatever is left of this thing at the end of the trail they found and find it. Are they thinking that there would be one large, like, prime yes. piece? Yeah. He thinks there's one la like big, the big hunk. The hunk, yeah. Yeah. And we're talking, like, I would guess football-sized or smaller uh, if, if anything's left. But that's what he wants to go find. Now that he knows and he's, he's been able to verify the path that it took, he can now try and find the end of it and hopefully find the mother load of whatever it is, even if it's just an interstellar meteor. Because that's the first time we've, we've had interstellar meteor that we know of it's just it's just whatever's going on it's very interesting whatever that yeah. is yeah i know people are like it's just it's, it's the it's the same as always but it's not the past three to five years have seen so much more progress than the past 20 something years that i've been heavily into and a lot of legitimate like a lot more legitimacy this time and around. the people who are questionably legitimate becoming more legitimate the more we learn like yeah. bob lazar pretty it's weird it's wild pretty weird it is, and that's your alien talk for the day. Uh, we, have, we have some, yeah, we have some stories to read, and uh, some some an update on one that we read uh, last time in November that I'm excited to get to. Um, that was but, in uh, November. You know, no, 
Dude, I'm t- yes, the last no. listener stories we did was in November. We had to have done that part of the listener story more recently. That might have been a mini-sode. Then. Yeah, because damn, no way. That was before Christmas. Yeah, I, 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 it's crazy. I don't talk to me. I know time flies. Maybe it was we Crendor. Did, we did Unit 7, thir- Crendor. Maybe it was when Crendor was May- Oh, when he was here a few weeks ago? Yeah, yeah. maybe. I don't remember. Anyway. I don't know, uh, but we're going to do some stories. And you know this light little taster of a story at the, at the very top? We'll give that one to Davis. Davis, this one's all for you to read. How's your reading? Are you like a, above a first grade level? Uh, it is, but now that I'm – we'll see. Actually, we're all about as to find out. <laughs> we're all about to good. find yeah. out. If you don't uh, have it open, I can give it to Alex. No, I got It's open. You want me to just go for it? Yeah. yeah go for it. This is uh, – yeah, title and all. Grim Reaper Took My Cousin by Trippy Gamer 420 <laughs> Very very trustworthy name, honestly. I, it's just already, it sort of is like a caveat in a name, just like. You know that tweet? I do like, drugs. I, like, so whatever that you means know that to you. Tweet, you know that tweet that's like, Moon's Alive, and then it's like, Load Shotgun? Oh, yeah, like, no, what? Moon's Haunted. Mo- yeah, Moon's Haunted, what? Yeah. Moon's Haunted. That's like, Grim Reaper Took My Cousin has that energy. <laughs> yeah. Grim Reaper Took My Cousin, uh, what? All right. Uh, My cousins and I got bored one night around Valentine's Day 2009 and decided to ghost hunt. We were ages 16, 16, and 12. I don't know what you were hunting with, but uh, at first we (laughs) were just... No, hang on, Davis. If you were going ghost hunting, what would you take? Oh, my God. I wouldn't because I don't... Butterfly net, dustbuster... I don't yeah. like. I I guess if you believe uh, silver, like isn't silver a uh, uh, not for ghosts? How about okay. a K two meter? I just I think of like a vocal, silver as like a recorder? as a no, like no. supernatural metal. It's pretty, honestly, if you are like in a world, yeah, you need one of those. Um, if you're in a world where supernatural exists, having silver on you is like almost always good. You're right. It, a lot of supernatural hate silver. That's true. Yeah. But if if you were to with your everyday stuff. Grab uh, like your most important tool. You would you, Davis Dean. My dog. <laughs> Honestly, maybe not. <laughs> so I that guess. I could actually like do it. But yeah, yeah I guess yeah, yeah, uh yeah. Sorry, I got sorry, a GoPro right. now, so I'd probably go. GoPro it, but that thing is legit. um I don't have like how do you fight I don't believe in them, but if you did believe them, like what do we have that could fucking do anything to a ghost? I don't think most ghost hunters like go into it believing they're gonna like battle. I guess like I ghosts. guess because it's hunt, I like assume hunting. Is it just like ghost sighting? You're, just, then, like, yeah, you're trying to go yeah, binoculars, ghost. maybe like a little fold-out chair. Some <laughs> See, now you're thinking like a ghost the time. Hunter. Now yeah. you're starting to think I'm like just a like, ghost what hunter. is bird watching but, but for fucking ghosts? <laughs> That's what it is. Ghosts. <laughs> What's bird watching but stupid? Is. You are correct. Spirit box? Yeah. Oh, yeah, the spirit box. All right, okay. go ahead, Davis. Continue. Uh, ages 16, 16, and 12. Uh, at first, we were just playing around and didn't think we'd actually get a response, but to our surprise, we did. Multiple responses to multiple questions. I asked if the spirit wanted to sit in the chair I was in, and the response was a deep, scary growl saying, No. Freaked us out, or freaked us, oh, the fuck out, but we <laughs> kept going. Uh, found out there was a spirit that loved Robert. Don't know who that is. Yeah, who's, Anyways... Who? My cousin shines a flashlight near a wall. Yeah. <laughs> Probably just said it. I don't know. Uh, my cousin shines a flashlight near a wall and doorway, swearing he's seen something move past the door frame. Uh, and as he did, the tallest, darkest, perfect fucking shadow of the Grim Reaper appeared on the wall. The you think tallest, it was one of those darkest, like... perfect fucking shadow? I'm p- I've never like seen a shadow that I like thought about that, but yeah. Uh, when I say perfect. 
I mean, there were no blurred edge lines like a shadow would normally have. It was high anti-aliasing. And you can make out the hood, uh, Scythe, and the crow on its shoulder standing with its hand out like it wanted us. Wait a minute. Hold on. I didn't know that the Grim Reaper had a pet crow with him. Is that a thing? I didn't know that. Is that like from Discworld? Are you sure? Are you sure yeah. you saw the Grim Reaper? If it had a I'm just going to capital letters. Maybe I know Odin. that crows are like part of that whole death thing, but I just, a cursory Google image search of Grim Reaper, I don't, oh, okay, there's one in the background of one picture. Okay. But it doesn't, oh, no. So the, so the black right. hologram Grim Reaper could have, could have a hologram crow. You think shoulder. Trippy Gamer 420 was tripping a little bit? Or maybe I am seeing oh shit, this one is a like a crow that it's like flapping its wings and it's turning into smoke. Oh shit. It's it's not based on just Google search, crows are sometimes imagery that is associated with it. Alright, we're in there. Based I'll on take, ten take, seconds of research. Yeah, I'll take uh, it. we told my aunt about it, but she didn't believe us and thought we were lying, so we brushed it off. They moved from the house to one across town later that year, that same year. Well, that September, my cousin, uh, turned 13, was hit and killed by a car not even an eighth of a mile from his house. Oh. So is that – so we're, 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 we're assuming here that the Grim Reaper was like the Mothman in that he showed up to tell you of an, a bad event to come but he was like, not there to take the kid's soul quite yet. Marked, marked the soul. Huh. Well, my condolences for your cousin. Yeah, my, my condolences as well. And next time you see a perfect shadow without any feathered edges, I'd love a photo. That's I um, what, I, what does that even mean? <laughs> what what does what even mean? I just have never I've never thought about shadows. I like sometimes shadows look spooky, but I've never thought of like the idea of a perfect shadow. Well, usually, right with shadows, like, like there's a lot of angles and distance elements and atmospheric elements in between you and the light. But if you're in the dark. If you're in the full dark and you have, like, a light source and you're putting it, like, you know, if you hold your hand between the table and the flashlight or whatever, you can get some pretty crisp lines on your shadows. But so the idea is, like, one, like, a single powerful light source. Yeah, but, like, what, what I believe they're saying here, what Trippy Gamer 420 is trying to say here, I think, is that this was, like, almost, like, uncannily... Uh, different than how a normal shadow that's why it stuck yeah. out to them yeah okay okay that's what right. i believe yeah well alex this one's all yours okay i don't necessarily agree with the t- title of i i'm with you to be honest with uh, you. okay this is drugs are bad by corviday five creation five or i'm gonna corviday's creations maybe oh maybe yeah speaking of crows anyway here's a story you can read on the podcast if you like contains psychic phenomena When I was a kid, like 11 or 12, I got strep throat, as you do, went to the doctor, got a prescription cough suppressant and some antibiotics, took my meds and had a nice bowl of tomato soup for lunch. If this was me personally, I would also be watching The Price is Right at this time. Oh, Uh, hell yes. Yeah. 20 minutes later, I get violently dizzy and kind of throw up a little in my throat. Mm. I staggered halfway to the bathroom. Then the nausea subsided and I was so sleepy all of a sudden that I turned around and keeled over into bed. Mom checked in on me and was like, you okay? And I told her what happened, and she was like, well, try to sleep it off. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, you'll be fine. Pat the kid on the back. It's fine. Next thing I know, I'm standing behind her as she sat at the family computer, typing an email to Grandpa, and I read it over her shoulder. She was describing how I was sick, and the meds hit me like a truck. I felt unreasonably guilty for being out of bed and reading stuff that's none of my business, so I kind of wandered off. 
through the wall. <laughs> Later, I woke up in bed and told mom about what happened. She said I was never there. She definitely would have noticed me shambling around the house. Turns out the meds interacted with a chemical found in all deadly nightshade plants. Tomatoes what? are still a member of that family, and people on certain medications should be careful about that. And I had a fucking out-of-body experience. Holy... Uh, wait, what? I didn't... What? Yeah. Toma tomatoes and night... You should not eat tomatoes <sighs> when and cough suppressants. Mathis is like, oh, whoa, wait. Bro, what, I just... What I, you never, never want to do that. Yeah, Definitely like, not going to go buy tomatoes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can I get what was specifics, that? Dude, that's so crazy. What was that? Uh, anyway, uh, <laughs> I quoted mom's entire <laughs> no, email. I'm just Googling in the background, furious typing. I quoted mom's entire email to her word for word, and she was like, okay, that's creepy, but didn't make a big deal about it. Never had tomato soup again. Have yet to repeat the experience with any other drugs. And I've had weed and major surgery since then. <laughs> That's a good sentence. Uh, yeah, right? Damn. I haven't had Very any weird. other drugs, and I've had weed and major surgery since then. Very weird. I like what? that one. So wait, yeah. was was did the letter actually happen? Did the email yes. actually get Yeah, sent? yeah. The email was real. Like They're saying the email actually happened. They actually saw it, and the mom was like, That's weird, but then kind of left it. And I'm just like, why, why is that people's reactions when weird things happen? Just be like, huh, weird, and not be like, wait, what? And try to find out more about it. There's a, a term that I learned recently that I, like uh, thought terminating phrases like it's in God's hands or like it's yeah. these they're these things that Don't cognitive dis cognitive dissonance cognitive is, just, dissonance. Yeah, yeah. is like uh, the mental frustration or like anxiety that you get from holding two opposing viewpoints mm. and rather than seeing the stimuli that would radically alter the way that y you perceive the world, like your entire cause, world. There's a new view. term for you. It would cause it's, ontological shock. Yeah. It would just, it's just simpler to like fucking shut that down and yeah. move on. So it's probably because like, if you have to like think too hard, you're going to explode in your head. And so you're just like, well, he's sick and uh, he's on drugs, even though it doesn't explain how he knew exactly the thing. <laughs> It's, it's funny because, like, we talk about this a lot on the show is it's a very similar thought process with, with cult members and serial killers. The idea of having to look and recognize what you what you believe, what you've done is not correct. And then having to, like, essentially dismantle yourself in that way. You'd have to rebuild with this new version of, of reality that you're not familiar with. And it's interesting that she her, her, it reminds me. Remember the story I told of my friend? When he was 16 years old, saw a UFO in the car with his dad and his sister. If not, quick story, on his way home from high school or, or from somewhere with his dad and his sister in the car. They were driving. They see something moving very erratically in the sky, like in directions that didn't make any sense. And only two or three seconds later, it zipped off. And then every, uh, the dad in the car said, did everybody just see that? And all the and he and his sister said, yeah, they saw that. And they were like weird, but then kind of like put it aside. Never again brought it up. And then I, it reminds me that same friend who I game with multiple times a week had another goddamn UFO sighting and I'm mad about it. So he was in. So now we fast forward. He's not 16. He's like Interesting. 37. Interesting. He has a, he has three kids. His wife is gone with two of the kids and he's in the backyard with his youngest pushing him on a swing. And they live near an airport and the kid loves airplanes. So he's always looking up in the sky and pointing at airplanes as they're always flying by. And then at one point, uh, he said he noticed his son was just like looking up in the sky. He wasn't saying anything, but was just looking up and fascinated with something. And so he turned around and was trying to see what he saw. And he sees this this little dot in the sky. This is daylight, not at night. And it's 
moving in like a straight line, but at a really weird speed. So my, my thought is, oh, he's seeing a satellite because they usually move in a straight line at a really weird speed. And he goes, after I watched it for a couple seconds, it took off at a 90 degree angle at a speed I could not explain. And I was just like, I hate you because it's an, and he's like, I don't know what to make of it, but it was this, I just, I had another one and I'm like, what the fuck? And it's, it, but he, he's also left with like, what do I do about it? He's like, there's nothing you can really do. I time looking at the fucking sky, bro. Dude, I look at it every fucking day. I didn't know you could even see satellites with the naked eye. They're... Yeah. So they look like stars and they just move in a really, that's usually a straight line and kind of a slow, steady motion. The same thing with the ISS. You can actually look up where the ISS is and you can see it in the sky when it comes by. Crazy. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, this weird, like, yeah, I think Alex is right where you just can't explain it. So you just kind of like, I, you just got to move on. Or, or Davis, like you can't, you can't change your worldview. What are you going to do about it? You just kind of protect yourself by just deciding like, well, that's, where the, that's where the uh, invisible GTA like barrier to the outside of town is where I can't walk anymore. You know what I mean? You're just like, that's the end of the map. Like, I yep. don't care. Yeah. Yeah, it's done. I can't go any further. Oh, well, my, bro my brain won't allow if me. If I go farther, I will go insane. Sorry. Like, yeah. I, and I get it. I get it. Some people are not going to, you know, when the alien disclosure eventually does happen, there are going to be people who go crazy. Just be ready. Keep <laughs> careful. Lock your doors. Uh, purge. You know, it's, it might happen for a couple nights. All right. Next one is Waking Nightmares by Kelsey A. Faustus. Oh, Hello. Man. That's I love that. Faustus yeah, cool last name. name. Yeah, it's cool. Just wanted to say hi. Longtime listener. First time poster. Anyways, I was with an ex at the time. And I was around 23 to 24 years old. I'm now 26 when I had these terrifying nightmares. So I just wanted to post them. And these dreams are in order from when I had them. And they happened three nights in a row. So just so you know, Davis, Alex, uh, Jesse rather is our dream interpretation uh, ind individual during these listener stories. That's your job now. Uh, he, you're going to have to interpret this. Does he thing. have some sort of training in this or just? No, not at all. No, just, no. The only anyone... training you need is to be an online entertainer. I have seen Joseph in the amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat. That's, several times that's so pretty good that's, that's actually pretty yeah that's, that's more that's that's more credibility than i have inception I'm you've a, seen that right dreamscape yeah, seen I, that one? i've seen inception i could yeah, do I, yeah, dreamscape right? yeah what's dreamscape oh wait till you come to los angeles <laughs> my friend that's a great popcorn uh dude that would be a great movie for you because it deals with like it's like inception but in the what early 80s and oh. not as good, but like dream warriors and government and... conspiracies. It's literally huh. exactly. Wild. It's like a what I imagine something like MK Ultra is about. I've oh, don't you that, worry. But... You're gonna get to that four parter. Real oh, soon. okay. You guys finally do that because you talk oh, about we, it. But well, we deep dive into that yeah, and make everybody real depressed. That's a rough one. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, it's it would fit that your guys' uh, popcorn thing. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. MK Ultra is a nightmare in and of itself. Um, but this looks like a fun movie to watch when I'm out there. Maybe we can rotten popcorn it when I'm out there for that movie. Yeah, that'd be cool. Anyway, uh, she goes, she continues to go, I usually don't dream at all, so I remember these dreams, but I remember these dreams to this day. The first one is called the cow dream. So the dream starts out with me watching over this guy, kind of like a fly in the corner type of thing. The dude didn't know I was watching, but he was on the Pirates of the Caribbean, uh, Caribbean ride at Disneyland. Oh, you guys know that ride. I know it well. Is it, is it? Is Jack Sparrow still in that one? Oh, yeah. He, they put him in it, right? They put, like, an extremely realistic Jack Sparrow robot in amongst the, like, robots. Oh, not the realistic ones. And so That's got to be weird. uncanny sometimes. Like, he moves, like, way too smooth. It's weird. Oh, no. Oh, I kind of want to see that now. Yeah. I don't think I went on that ride when I was down there last time. It's it's a um, classic ride. You got to go on It's a great post-lunch 
Yeah, Get it out okay. of the heat. Chill ride. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's a, real. Yeah, that's, that's a good nice. tip. Uh, as he was going down the river, the boat stopped in the middle of the ride, and the dude got out and started walking towards these maze of hallways. In the hall... Wait, now, we, we talked about Disney stuff all the time. Isn't, like, the back area of like disney like a giant tunnel system and like so hallways and there stuff. there are a few tunnels at disneyland the big tunnel system is underneath disney world which is actually built on the second story of a building where the first wow. floor is all tunnels that's so crazy. that's, that's crazy that's but there are yes some tunnels under pirates of the caribbean i will say this mm-hmm. i was listening to some rumors back in the day that there was at one point going to be a nighttime scary version of pirates of the caribbean where at Ooh. one point the ride goes down a different direction behind the town and it's like scary. Uh, that's the that closest thing I've ever cool. heard to anything like this, but I don't even know if that's true. So, Well, it should be, and they should do that now because yeah. that sounds like a really cool idea. Um, in the hallways, you could hear people moaning and for some reason, cows mooing. All right, maybe this is not is in the tunnel. Is this a Diablo deal? The secret cow level. Yeah, yeah, she found it, dude. It was through the Pirates of the Caribbean ride. I could tell that there is livestock on that ride. There's pigs, there's mules. There's like, really? Yeah. Yeah. That's not living, not living livestock, but like, okay. But no, there, it wouldn't make sense to hear these sounds. Got it. I could tell that the guy was uneasy about the whole thing, but he kept walking. All of a sudden the guy stops because he saw a cow at the end of the hallway. The dude freaked out and ran into the nearest room, which was a bedroom. He shut the door behind him, but as he looked around him, the cow was in there. He quickly panicked and tried to run again, but the cow got him and pinned him on the bed. I'm, how do you think the cow did that? Like with its hooves? With its horns? I don't know. Dreams There's no horns weird. on a cow. Dreams well, pinned it. Like it could just have sat on him. Yeah. Oh, that's true. Yeah, that's all it needs to do. They're heavy as hell. They're real big. The car, the, oh, my God. The cow started to sexually molest the guy, and soon the cow transformed from a regular cow to a weird anime cow. I think we're just realizing you might this, be a furry. Is this just like a? Is this just like a bit? I don't think it is a bit because then they go legit. This was my dream in parentheses immediately following right. that. The now anime cow was still molesting the guy when all of a sudden more men and cows went into the room and an orgy started. As I was watching this all unfold in front of me, I remember panicking myself because I wanted to so badly run away from everything. But then the dream restarted itself. The guy was back on the boat and I was still watching him. I started screaming at the top of my lungs for anybody to listen because I knew what was about to happen and I didn't want to see the cow orgy again. I finally woke up and I didn't go back to sleep that night. To this day, I still hate the sight of cows, especially the Pokemon mill tank. <laughs> uh, I mean, I just think you, your, your, your subconscious had, was done holding onto the secret that you were a furry. And is just trying to make you come to the realization that you are a cow furry. A fur, is that what you could? Yeah, just a furry cow. That's your fursona is a cow. Yeah, I guess like uh, because it's like why shows like uh, Star Trek are great where they take like things and they like separate. They make them different names for things that are real so that you yeah. can see it from a different viewpoint. Maybe this dream, because it's not you, this guy, like your brain's like. Let's make you see somebody else go through this because it's actually you. But if it makes it you, you're not you're gonna like not erase, erase it. You're not gonna like get it. Yeah. So like yeah, maybe like the guy is her and it's yeah something there. That's I'm gonna it. go with that and I'm gonna assume this person is now. A I'm gonna say this. Let me let me let me take a crack at this really quick. Okay, okay. You've Let's, got an idea. An anthropomorphized cow is just 
automatically quite a Freudian image, right? There's something weird yeah. about it, like the fact that it the is. cow squirts milk out of its like crotch area. There's something. You think that was part of it? You think there was a lot of milk squirting happening? I'm just I, probably. I mean, in a cow orgy, right? And I'm just saying, like, there's something like, like, like pervertedly sexual about that, right? Like in a way, like visually, there's something about the udder squirting milk that's like similar to like human sexuality, right? The cow is like kind of in some ways like a giant walking titty, right? And I think mm-hmm. can you keep just keep it? Can you just keep describing it? I just think I think that what this dream could be is fear of your own abilities to create like i think the fear here is that this is capable of occurring within your own imagination i think that's what's i think that's what's so like upsetting about it to you is that you made this like you think right these dreams are your brain it's you I think that's what this is. I think you, I think that to interpret this, what was on your mind is that you were frightened of your own thoughts, your own things that are occurring to you are your, your, your sort of background occurring thoughts are horrifying you. That's my feeling. I like that. Isn't it wild that you, you know, your dreams can scare and surprise you, but it's you making up the dream anyway. So shouldn't you know what's coming? Yeah, exactly. Interesting. Take that thought. Interesting. Smoke. (laughs) <laughs> Dream two, the devil. I was oh, sleeping shit. at my boyfriend's now ex uh, house when I had this dream. Later, it starts dude. out. Sorry, I said later, dude. <laughs> the dream starts out at my grandma's house. I was in the bathroom feeling good about myself. I was getting ready when my cousin came in and said, "Well, you look happy." I responded back with, "I am. I think it's because I prayed for the first time ever last night. I think that really helped." Now she go the notes. I'm not a religious person, so this was weird for me. Before my cousin could respond, I felt. I felt this feeling of foreboding come over me. The bathroom door slammed shut and I felt these hands on me. And next thing I knew, there was a cow pinning me against the bedroom floor and I didn't know what to do. No, I was at my boyfriend's now ex's house on the bed next to him. I was awake but couldn't move and my ex was next to me sleeping. I looked over to the side of the bed and saw this dark figure peering over the bed. Now, was it, ex- oh, I'm curious, was it a perfect no. shadow with a scythe and a crow on your sho- on its shoulder? Oh, he no. telegraphically, I think you meant telepathically <laughs> but i i love the idea of this thing telegraphically like boop, 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 it would be boop, sweet boop, boop. or well telegraph oh, you're right telegraphically with like morse code yeah or with like morse coding maybe just signed <laughs> he telegraphically told me so you want to start praying now i'll show you what that can do to a person he then grinned from ear to ear and opened his mouth wide all i saw was blackness in his mouth I still couldn't move and I was terrified. I tried screaming, but nothing came out. I looked down and I saw this demon trying to crawl up my legs and I knew that I was about to be eaten. I was screaming, crying, and even calling out for my mom. But then I was suddenly able to move my foot and I woke up in real life. I was at my ex's house and how I woke up was in the exact position that I was in my dream. I didn't know what that dream was about, but I knew that dark figure was the devil himself. I again didn't fall asleep again that night. Um, Okay. Okay, hmm. I like this one. I yeah, got, you got I, something? I, yeah, I do. Ready? You ready for this? Ready for that high-level shit right now? Hit it. Okay. I'm ready, man. Let's go back to what I was talking about just for a minute, about your own mind, your own thoughts, sort of like being something that maybe you're not ready to completely grasp, you know? You're yeah, not ready to yeah. p- comp- not grasp, but like reach out and own, let's say. And in this case, 
let's talk about religion. I don't know what your relationship is with religion. I'm not going to presume, but I'm going to assume uh, just from the text that the, si- the sentence where you say, I'm not a religious person, so this was weird for me, is you sort of underlining the fact that you're religious to us. And I'm going to mm. take that to say that you... Raised religious, maybe? Yeah, like maybe you are anti-religion now in a way like how sometimes I feel like maybe I don't want to be Catholic right now because of how yeah. weird Yeah, oh, that's it was. an interesting idea because... I, you know, at 37, I still being raised Catholic. Catholicism is all about guilt, baby. That's yeah. the whole religion. Yeah, exactly. And there's still a lot of Catholic guilt that fucking comes up for yeah. random shit. And I'm not, yeah, like I say, I'm not going to like say this is what you're doing, but this is just me interpreting this paragraph of text. So I'm going to go with that. And I'm going to say what you're, what this dream is about is you saying you in your brain thinking to yourself, you know what? What if religion is scary because I might, get something out of it. Like maybe what if, what if, what if, what if a religion is like secretly appealing to me? That's part Mm. one of the feeling, right? Like I prayed for the first time and it really helped. And then number one, I want to say that the second half of this dream is, is sleep paralysis. I want to say that you were awake during the second half of this, but that the brain often hallucinates outside of unconsciousness sometimes in your process of waking up if you do it wrong, you know, which can happen sometimes. Yeah. Or night terrors. If she's, if she woke up sitting up or something, you know, night terrors, you can also like hallucinate, but also move around. The fact that they said that they were in the same position when they woke mm-hmm. up makes me feel like this was actually happening in the room while you were conscious. Yeah. But, but, but to continue the thought, then though, if you're hesitant and you're like, maybe I am into religion, right? Then you're like, oh, but then the devil is real. Mm hmm. You know what I mean? Like, maybe, yeah, maybe maybe the reason I'm not religious is because even though I think it would help me, it would mean that the I've devil is tempted. real. Maybe, but maybe it just means that the devil is real. Also, like maybe the reason I don't want to subscribe to religion is because I'm afraid that it would make the devil real as well. How about that? I like it. I uh, I definitely think there's a like guilt theme that can be uh, extracted from these the the two of them. Uh I don't I don't think that my interpretation of this one is not as like it's specifically religion based, but there is like how do I describe this? Like you ever like find out the truth about something and so you're like all right, I can't do it, but there is some like you learn the truth about something and you don't want to engage in whatever that is, but that thing offers you comfort and you miss, I guess, like, nostalgia is based in this. You long for the time when you could do that guilt-free yeah. or you could hide in it. But you know that, like, if you try it again, it's bad. Like, a lot of times after a relationship, if you're not finding love, you have that ex or that, like, hookup friend. And so maybe you, like call them up and then it just starts shit again and it's yeah like it just reopens the guilt box. or yeah it could be like anything where it's like you just you sort of like long for the comfort of ignorance maybe familiarity but you, but you know you can't because you know now and so you can't have it so ignorance may, is bliss and once you get rid of that ignorance you can't ever un- close your eyes to it again not fully yeah, yeah. um so, I don't know. There, yeah. Maybe there's something there. That's, that was what well, I, let's see if this final dream of hers wraps up this trilogy and makes a full, full story. The last one is called Demonic Doll. 
I was sleeping at my ex's house once again when I had this dream. I woke up in my dream and I knew that instantly something was wrong. I was already panicking and couldn't move. I looked over and saw that my hand was hanging off the bed and there was this doll sitting in front of my hand. It was a normal looking doll, life-sized like Annabelle doll from the movie, but I knew that it wasn't, that itself wasn't normal. My fig, my figure, I think, she, oh, my finger had twitched and I accidentally touched the doll. I tried to move my hand away, but I couldn't. I looked back at the doll and it grabbed my arm and started to pull me. I was sliding off the bed and I could do nothing about it. I started screaming, crying, calling for my mom, anything to try and get away from the doll. But I could, but I could do nothing and nothing was coming out of me. All of a sudden, I gained control of my body and quickly pulled away from the doll. I woke up in the real world and again was in the same position I was in real life that I was in my dream. After that, I started to jokingly say that it was my ex's fault for my dreams. After doing some Googling, I realized that I had these things called walking, uh, waking nightmares. Yeah, like night terrors, where you wake up in your dream and have a form of sleep paralysis. Oh, damn, Alex, you nailed that last one. Yeah. Uh, form of sleep paralysis. You can get these from loud noises. Well, my ex at the time was slightly overweight and snored like a freight train. Like you could hear him from the other side of the house with all the doors closed. He was that loud. Oof, that's rough. So it was his fault the entire time. I soon broke up with him, not because of the dreams, but for him saying that my father didn't love me. And the dream stopped ever since. Oh well, God. that seems like a different nightmare that we could talk Just about that another trickle, time. Trickle that one little that one little, little drop, little, yeah, that little ex, little piece of plot right at the end. <laughs> uh, those are my dreams, and I hope you guys enjoyed. Love y'all. Yeah, that was great. Uh, you you kind of gave us the solution Alex came up with, so you know, feel vindicated. Yeah, Alex. the doll. I feel like the doll is like I was awake and I was not yeah. asleep. Like I don't know. I don't. I don't want to read so, too how far into the doll. It's just a scary doll, right? Let's just, we're just gonna do two more. Uh, we're, let's skip the next one because it's already it's a bunch of dreams. Yeah. But I'd like to do the one after that and then end on the update of uh, of something that we covered in the past. Okay. So Davis, uh, the one that's spirits of the frozen cemetery. That's for you, big boy. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Just I was. No, you're fine. Rereading through the last one again. I do think like. There is like uh, the even with the last one, I'm like, maybe it had to do with the boyfriend the whole time. Like mm. there's like with the third one too, the idea of like her not wanting to do a thing and being dragged into it. I don't know. There's like a kind of like how if you don't do something, if you don't make a choice, sometimes the choice is made by other circumstances yep. and with a cow and not wanting to like look at it and with the sec what was the second one? It was the, the like dark man who was like, You wanna pray? I'll fuck you up. <laughs> it was Satan himself. Yeah, just like I don't know, maybe there's a, a like you can't hide, you can't be ignorant from this thing and then it was like, Well, the boyfriend was a dick about it and I broke up with him and they went away. It's like I maybe it was like you had some lingering issues with your boyfriend and That's true. Yeah. The breakup is what did I don't know. Maybe just, the doll the brain is, is a weird thing. Yeah, the brain is a crazy thing. In, uh, in so a way, the I... doll literally was your boyfriend, and in another way, maybe it was in your mind. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna skip the one that we the the next one, which was another dream, uh, and go down to spirits of the frozen cemetery. Okay, by combination any four eight five eight. It's not really right. any combination if you then give the combination. Yeah, that's true. Actually, <laughs> silly goose. 
Hello! Just to get it out hey, of the way, Hi. at the top, oh. I'm a huge fan of the pod, and y'all been a massive inspiration for me to get into YouTube and film. Hey. It's gotten to the point now where I'm almost monetized and just got my first movie deal as a character in a fantasy film. Yo, what? congratulations! Wait, you're wait. already more you're what? more famous than us already. Who wow, is this? congratulations. Tom Holland, is that you? Yeah, hey, hey I want to be in whatever Spider-Man film's coming up. Yeah. So I have uh, y'all to partially thank for motivating me and making those stressful uh, and dark days better. So thank you. Anyways, on to my story as it's kind of long. In September of 2022, I began production of my uh, own original series on YouTube called Chasing the Extraordinary, where I and my co-host slash cameraman slash good buddy go out and look for evidence of all things cryptids, paranormal, and so on. As, as all good YouTube channels start, you know, you and your buddy, that's all you got, fucking making cool shit. Uh, we're both open-minded skeptics uh, whenever it comes to anything within this genre of hobby and take every piece of evidence we collect with a grain of salt. Um, in October of 2022 and then later in March of 2023, we went a uh, collective five times to an area of Colorado called Central City to film in reportedly one of Colorado's most haunted cemeteries, the Central City Cemetery. To give you guys a bit of perspective as to how this area is laid out, allow me to briefly explain it here for story's sake. As you can imagine, it snows a lot in Colorado, so the cemetery is always covered in at least a foot and a half of snow. The cemetery rests on the side of a hill, stretching from the top to the bottom of the hill. The hill it rests on sits in a sort of bowl surrounded by the Rockies. There are no houses near the cemetery, the closest one being about a 10-minute drive away from the area. At the bottom of the hill, there is a section of the cemetery called the Catholic Cemetery, uh-oh, uh, where there is an old, the cool they get their own cemetery. special section. The cool yeah. cemetery. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, where there is an old mausoleum we call the Dome. Literally, it's a 12-foot tall by 10-foot wide double-layer <laughs> brick dome. 12-inch by 10-inch dome. I, I, I like, was like, wait, are the double things? Yeah. It wouldn't make sense to be, that would be like Zoolander size. Uh, that once held... Uh, to body of or the body of a Scottish woman in it until she broke out and later buried in Scotland. Holy shit. And was later then used as a sort of storehouse for bodies when the cemetery was over capacity. While that's really creepy, this is an old 1800s cemetery, so I guess it was just a different time. The top of the hill has the Knights of Pythias part of the cemetery, which is sort of a uh, international secret society type group, which is its own rabbit hole to go down if you're interested. Perfect for Davis. Yeah. 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 Uh, we investigated the whole cemetery, but began our search each time in the Catholic cemetery portion of the cemetery, uh, where we got two EVPs on two separate occasions. Is that, does that stand for something I should know? Electronic voice phenomena. Yeah. It's like, oh. a, it's like an audio recording that can't be explained the source from a ghost. Yeah, that you didn't hear at the time, but only got picked up on that. You've okay, definitely seen this in like a ghost show. Before. Yeah, 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 yeah. I just, I was like, EVP sounds like I should know what it means. Yeah. Uh, EVP on two separate occasions. One in October of 2022, while sitting in the dome, where my co-host asked, "Could you make that thud sound again? Do you remember us?" And about six seconds later, gets a response that's clear as day, which sounds like a breathy, yeah, uh, or I guess, yeah. Uh, the second EVP uh, was in the area we dubbed The Grove, a small patch of trees about 500 feet from the dome. My co-host, in true horror movie fashion, asked, Is this a place you can rest? To which a voice seemingly whispered, No. 
While I will admit in the recording of the second EVP, I cannot confirm if the speech being heard is 100% a no. However, I and many other people, friends, strangers, audio specialists, etc., all collectively agree that no matter what it's saying, there is definitely speech that can be heard that is neither from I nor my co-host. The last compelling piece of evidence we collected was during the same night in March when we recorded the second EVP, in which we had filmed strange balls of light uphill in the trees of the Knights of Pythias, part of the cemetery, before we even began our investigation. In the video, which I'll provide a link and timestamps for below, we see several faint balls of light that we couldn't get to show up on film. However, one of the balls gets extremely bright and then disappears. To us, it looked like if you had a ring light on some small circular light on a dimmer and just quickly set it to the brightest setting and then back down to off. When we went to, we went to investigate the area about six hours later after we got the rest of the footage we needed, just to make sure it wasn't people or that there wasn't some kind of lawn light that we were mistaking as something a bit more extraordinary than we thought, it had also just snowed, so if it was people, we would be able to see their tracks in the fresh powder. Upon investigating uh, the area where we saw the lights, we did indeed discover a very small rectangular and dim lawn light, but concluded that there was no, no way it was the same light we saw earlier that night. Seeing as the lawn lights we saw, it wasn't seeing as the lawn light was particular was partially buried in snow, and the fact that it's so dim and short, it couldn't have possibly been the light we saw. It wasn't even the right color to be the lights we saw, considering that it was bluish and the lights we saw were bright white and circular. You also couldn't see it from where we were, seeing as we were looking uphill from the Catholic cemetery. We also didn't see any footprints or tracks in the snow in this area of the cemetery, so we knew it couldn't have been uh, people with a light. We also concluded that these lights were weirdly high up in the trees. Uh, in, the footage, or in the footage, you can't see it, but there's a four-foot-tall fence that uh, perimeters that part of the cemetery, and these lights were appearing above the fence in the trees. Hmm. We estimated that the balls of light we saw had to have been approximately a minimum of seven to nine feet off the ground in the trees, way too high to be from a person or that dim little lawn light. Possibly some strange phenomenon coming from this place. At least we certainly thought so. But do you guys think... Uh, I do. I'd love to. Yeah. Like, we do think. But do you guys think sometimes? <laughs> Therefore, uh, I am. Yeah. I do love to know your thoughts, or I'd love to know your thoughts. Here's a link to my video and timestamps. Uh, Balls of light at 29:55. First EVP at seven. Yeah, yeah. So you can go to the link. There's the link. Uh, just uh, again, head over to the, the subreddit. Just look up for the user combination any four eight five eight. You yeah. got the link there. He's got them all marked. You can go check it out. It's pretty. It's comments. pretty interesting footage. Check it out. Yeah. Yeah. So this clever, clever uh, promotional plan. By yeah, the way. yeah, yeah. You got me in that one. Yeah. I was like, oh, all right, all right. Uh, the last one, though, that I'm going to hand over to Alex, uh, I think needs a preface because I think we spoke about this because uh, this is an update to an older post that I think we spoke about it in a mini-sode. Yeah, this is this was about basically, uh, are we going to, does it do a catch up in it or should I give background on this? I'll just give a quick background. There's no real catch-up yeah, in it. It's just a quick update. there's an Alexa that has been picking up some, uh, like, they were. Li you can listen back to the things that trigger your Alexa. And the question is whether or not the things that are being heard on the Alexa as the triggers are EVPs or not. Yeah. And they're pretty convincing sounding. If you yeah. go back and listen to the original posts, um... That shit is at least like at least words. from the point of view of a layperson, yeah, very convincing. Uh, 
This is called My Mother is Contacting Me Through Our Echo Show. Hey, all. First, it's going to be a long thread. Second, I want to say thank you for all the comments on my previous post and people talking about it after being on the pod. You all have some valid theories, and I hope what I post today will debunk them. So let's start it off this way. Uh, some audio that wasn't posted but was fucky, I listened to that again, and I think it may be me, so I will not waste your guys' time with that. Next, I can appreciate somebody who can recognize something that's too questionable to use as evidence. Yeah. Next, I'm registered on the Amazon Alexa but haven't done the voice setup thing. Here are some screenshots to prove it wouldn't pick up my voice at the bottom of the audio clip on the app. Yeah, some, some screenshots linked to it. Again, you can go find this on the subreddit. Yeah, so those were two things that people were saying, or at least this thing about them being registered on the Alexa is one thing that people were saying. Uh, there are some screenshots of the Echo app where I was clearly talking. This alone doesn't disprove everything that has happened, though. So some stuff is clearly them talking. The Echo yeah. has not gone off in that way since then. I've, cr- I've tried to contact my neighbor as it may have been picking up noises from them. No response until about a week later when I realized somebody has just moved into that apartment. It was vacant at the time. Uh, some people also said that it may have been my sister's voice on the phone that caused the really weird distorted audio. I have audio of her voice so you can hear the difference. We had a falling out, so all I can get was an older voicemail. So you have an old voice Comparison voices. Yeah, to hear. Uh, so that's in the post. Um, also, some have said that it was the TV on in the background being picked up. I have audio of us talking to the Echo with the TV on. I also have audio of the TV being played in the background and being picked up as background noise. Some have even said it was just picking up our voices from the other room. So here's the audio of me talking about the experience in the living room. And here's me talking about the experience in the bedroom with which the Echo is located. So you can hear the difference there for yourself. And honestly... Uh, I think that the person that was responding to this was somebody who listens to these for a living. Um, I think, yeah. So, so going back and listening to these, there's two sides to this. So it's kind of interesting. Like you might want to go see the responses to that other post so that you yeah. can so that you can uh, get this a little bit more clearly. But this is interesting. Uh, I have been trying to debunk this, and I have no explanation. I hope you guys can really see that I'm trying my best to debunk this as well. I really think that the audio picked up by Echo for the dino, what time is bedtime, is actually what Alex said. I know, but now it's bedtime. Yeah, me too. Dino, yeah, dino yeah, what time it, is bedtime? Yeah. I know, but now it's bedtime. Yeah. It makes a lot of sense, and it fits perfectly. I still haven't been able to fully understand the Echo play for headphone, but the time that this went off, my girlfriend was home alone with her headphones in. Linked, I honestly don't know. I don't know what it's saying because it's too fucked up to really try and make sense of it. And if you go to this post, everything is like hypertext. And you can actually go listen to all the mm-hmm. clips they're talking about. I love yeah, the discussion and the questions. This has been super intriguing to me. And I appreciate you guys waiting so long for an update. I got busy with work. And then the Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom launched, lol. Yeah. I know this is super anticlimactic. And I hope this further proves the entirety of the previous post. If it is my mom or a spirit, time could work differently. Where it could be one year for us, it could be 15 minutes to them. We just don't know. Uh, my mother could be trying to contact me right after her passing in her head, but it's been a year and a half of, of our flow of time. I loved hearing it on the pod, and my GF was just excited to hear it covered. I would love to pick Jesse's brain, though, with him being skeptical and all. Anyway, I'll end it here. Thanks once again for reading, guys. And if there are any further occurrences, I will update you all. So, I, you know, on that post, uh, you know, taking a look, there are not a lot of comments pushing back on on what he rebutted, which is fascinating. Um, but there's just uh, so if it, if anybody hasn't seen the update, I would go check it out. Like like Alex said, he hyperlinked everything so you can go listen to everything. And if you have other explanations, I mean, I'm more I'm interested to hear other people's explanations and more potential debunkings if it can be done, debunked at all, because it is very weird audio to listen to. And Davis, if you haven't heard it after this, you should go listen to it. It's very creepy. 
Uh, I haven't, but I like. I mean, one of my problems with um, ghost stuff is that they're sure. relying on the same old like bits, and I not doesn't make me believe it more, but I find it more interesting when modern technology or like yeah. more modern technology is used. So the yeah. idea of an Amazon Echo being like a device for this kind of thing is just immediately more, uh, I don't know, interesting to me then. Just yeah, like, it's way more appealing. It's With dousing fun, rods, though, yeah. we could do some dousing rods. That usually tends to work. There's a, um, in, in Gerard's office, there's an, I think it's an Amazon or one of those things, and it will occasionally, like, we were there one weekend doing work and it just started playing Christmas music, and it was not Christmas time, and it was fucking... Spooky. Horrifying. Spooky, spooky. See? And that shit can make people think things are haunted. That shit is just weird. Just technology glitching and it happens. Yeah. But that's it. That's our listener stories. Uh, what, so that was November. So like another six months, we'll do this again. I can't you believe know? that it's been that long. It's crazy. Well, yeah, because usually it was we did it every couple months for a while. But honestly, the, the past year or so, we've been doing a lot more bigger like series. So just not a lot of room for... For this stuff, but having Davis here, nice light, chill episode, perfect reason to go read some cool stories. Thank you yeah. for joining us, Davis. Davis, you have all kinds of shit going on. Fucking pimp that shit out. What do you got going on in your world of entertainment? Well, first of all, it's always a pleasure to be here. Uh, and now that I'm listening through it, I'm excited to like uh, Pierce keep the veil. going and yeah. keep learning. It's yeah, yeah there's so your eyes will be open. There's like it's wild. It's wild, and it's given me a. Uh, New worldviews. I, I'm still like highly skeptical of just about everything because like you should be. You everyone, should be. Yeah, everyone yes, should be. Correct. You but be. but it's really interesting and it's weird. I think somebody. I think it was Jesse in one of the episodes or one of you guys were talking about how like alien stuff. Ha some of the more outlandish stuff has the same like energy that like religious stories have where it's mm. like it's just science based stuff or whatever and it's still needing people to be important and all these like things and it that like perspective has been really like interesting to think about how like maybe a lot of supernatural it's all maybe it's all actually cut from the same a ball. similar cloth and it's just something that's interesting to think about and i this, agree man i think like jesse uses that argument and you're like that point later on it's just it's an interesting thought experiment of like, what if they're all tied together? What if they're not individual things, but all just part, like you said, part of the same cloth that are just peeking through in weird ways? Is it is it the Fibonacci's? What not there like a Fibonacci magic sequence? number where it's yeah. like it just it appears a lot? It's like yep, that, sequence. but it's like a story version where it's like similar Sacred themes geometry. that have like different, whether it's gods or aliens, like... It, it's the same basic structure expressed in our perception. Ways. Our perception dictates the uh, context, right? Some of the earliest UFO encounters are like not little green men, but weird airships that don't make sense with hairy monkey dudes in suits and with big noses and it's just stuff that we don't see anymore. So you wonder if that was being seen. Was that because in the 1910s, that was the best way the human brain could like amalgam together what was happening? Or was that the Bigfoot's landing, bro? It's possible. There, yeah, there's like a uh, <laughs> fuck. What is it called? There's a Bigfoot invasion in Pennsylvania that happened through a UFO flap, Alex. And uh, we'll get it. Don't be. Know. We will cover that one day. Yeah, <laughs> that is an actual thing that happened. The UFO invasion of Pennsylvania. There's a, a term I learned about on like sawbones, like my, mass something event, mass whatever. But it's like, mass, like a hallucination kind of event. Mass hysteria. But like I think it was like what they attributed that weird like dancing phenomena. Yes, he does years an episode ago. on the dancing episode. Yeah, yeah. Like but it's like the idea. Yeah, it's like 
people have a massive shared reaction, but what what is happening is based on the like morality or the like pop cultural elements of the time. So mm-hmm. like like dancing was sort of seen as like a forbidden thing, and so people being maybe frustrated with the like shackles of society, they were just like fuck it, I'm gonna dance, I don't care, and like I feel like there's some semblance of that energy in like that where they're like monkeys in the shit like everybody like kind of all has the same pop cultural reference for what an alien might be so they all see it like yeah it's like they self-suggest what they see my boy you're Um, on the path you don't even know it but you're on the path and you're well you're well down the path it's so interesting there's no like real answers but maybe because there's no answers it's like why I like open into movies yeah, now. It's again, not about more, it. Where I'm like, I want to yeah. just chew on it yeah. for like yeah, when just I'm. Yeah, chew on it. And even mentally. those who go looking for answers go in like in terms of quantum mechanics, they end up with more questions anyway. And it just makes you think, yeah, okay, the universe isn't exact. The reality is very flexible. Right. It is yeah. a very wobbly thing. Yeah. Uh, oh, but things to pimp out. Uh, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. The Star Wars Old Canon Book Club. It's it's new. It's it's awesome. We've got a bunch of episodes. It's we have me, a Patreon. It's Davis and it's Jesse, and we're going through Star Wars in order, the old stuff from the beginning. And if you're thinking like, oh, it's going to be old and whatever, no, it's like it's so fascinating. It's so interesting and relevant and, to uh, modern Star Wars. Surprisingly, like it's in surprising yeah, ways, especially now, especially now with Thrawn it, and everything. Yeah, it's it's mind blowing and. Uh, we got a Patreon for it. That's Patreon. Is it just Patreon? S-W-O-C-B-C. Patreon.com. Yeah. You can support us there. There's like watch-alongs. A lot of cool stuff coming out, so that's the big one. Warp Zone is my YouTube channel that I do, sketch comedy, pop culture stuff with my buddies, so check me out there. I do have socials, so I don't really use them a lot, but... I've known you now for a long, oh, a while. Not nearly as long as Alex, but I've never known you to be very active on social media at all. I I just, I'm a in-person... You love to see it. ...kind of guy. You have energy, yeah. You gotta be there. It's too much to... I can't keep... My brain doesn't work that well. Maybe we'll go for coffee when I visit if I can wake up at 8 o'clock in the morning. I'll drag your ass out of bed. Don't worry. I know you Yeah. Yeah. Or, like, we can... I'll just bring the coffee to you. Oh, look at that. Look at you. Wow. Oh, I'm gonna be so treated so nice in my life. All right. I'm sorry to hear that. No one's ever, ever made you coffee? Damn. No, not even Alex when I was there. Dude, what? Yes, I did. Dude. I know you did. Uh, How could you, dude? <laughs> uh, no, tune in, That's it. Tune That's in right. to our We're Patreon done? for 15 more minutes of this. Uh, yeah, yeah. We're going to go do right a episode, guys. Thank you guys so much for supporting us. We'll be back next week with another episode. Uh, Jesse will be back next week. And if you are at all on Twitter, go follow our Chiluminati pod on Twitter or any social media, and you'll get a little preview as to the insane Oh no! Shit, Alex, you've got next episode, yeah. don't you? Chronicles of Me and I uh, continue next minisode, also. So I, oh, yeah, I don't, I don't uh, want to. I don't want Jesse to miss any of the of the um, white knuckle moments. So yeah, no, no, absolutely. All right, well, we'll be back. Anyway, so much. We appreciate you. We love you. Me and my wife were sitting outside, Bye. indulging on our porch one night, enjoying Bye. ourselves. I needed to go to the bathroom, so I stepped back inside. And after a few moments, I hear my wife go, "Holy shit, get out here!" So I quickly dash back outside. She's looking up at the sky in awe. I look up too, and there's a perfect line of dozen lights traveling across the sky.